the money podcast with your hosts justin harrison and david bester money 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 let's talk about money welcome to another episode of the money podcast with myself justin harrison and my co-host david bester in this episode we're going to reveal how you can get a perfect credit score and how this will enable you to get the best finance deals and take control of your credit profile. Some of the things we'll be discussing are not generally available in the mainstream media, so you definitely want to make sure you grab a pen and paper and get ready to make some notes. David, as a matter of context, I think it would be useful to explain our understanding or our role in the credit reporting space to lend credibility to what we're about to reveal. Can you possibly give a quick one-minute backstory on how we know so much about perfecting a credit score? Yes, so we started our credit bureau in 2013, mycreditstatus.co.za, and we decided to focus on the consumer and not the institution. So we came up with a simple, easy-to-understand credit report that any consumer can actually go through and understand. And in order to do that, we had to figure out how the credit score calculation and algorithm works. So we consumed info, we spoke to the credit bureaus themselves, and we went out and implemented stuff on our own credit reports to see what was working and what wasn't. And sometimes it actually damaged our credit reports. But that being said, that gave us all the info we needed to come up with a simple, easy to understand credit report that will actually benefit the consumer. Yeah, so I think the fact that we've reverse engineered the algorithm that basically generates the credit scores helps us really understand how the credit bureaus and how the credit bureau data industry works and how that final score is implemented. And of course, not everybody's a data geek like you and I. We are completely and utterly in love with numbers. I always make the joke that my first love is numbers, my second love is my family. But the reality of the situation is we've sat down, we've looked at the numbers, we've reverse engineered this thing to understand how it works. So now, David, why is a credit score important and why should people even bother knowing what their score is in the first place? So a credit score is a three-digit number that determines the likelihood of you repaying your loans. Basically what this means is financial institutions want to see if you will be able to repay the loan if they extend you any kind of credit. Now the credit bureaus came up with this three-digit number and then they put you in a risk class ranging from low to high. And then they take this risk class and they give the risk class to the financial institutions who then decides number one if they will be giving you any kind of finance and number two If they give you any kind of finance, will it be a good interest rate or a bad interest rate? And that completely depends on your risk loss. So if you are a low risk to the credit institution, it means that you will be getting a better deal on your finance. And that is exactly why a credit score is so important. And I think beyond just getting good finance deals, there's additional things that people don't often consider. So for example, obviously saving money by the fact that you're going to get a better finance deal. But also then there's things like, for example, ensuring you're able to get rental properties. Having a good credit score is essential to that. And then, of course, something that we've started to realize fairly recently is that a lot of employers are starting to look at their possible employees' credit records and credit profiles, especially if they are going to be working in an industry that's anything closely related to finance. So I think these are important points that people need to consider beyond simply trying to get finance. So... I think we've briefly touched on why it is important to know your score and to manage your score, but can you possibly reveal some real-world examples of how improving your score can have a direct impact on people simply beyond being approved for finance? Okay, so I've got a great example of this, and we've done this on one of our webinars before as well. Let's say you have got two people, person A and person B. 
Person A has got a good credit score, he gets an interest rate of 7%. Person B has got an average credit score and gets an interest rate of 9%. Both apply for a 1 million home loan and they get approved for that, right? Now this is where the difference comes in. Person A, just because him having a 7% interest rate, will save more than 200,000 over the term of that home loan just because he got a better finance deal on his home loan. And that is exactly what a credit score will do for you. The person can save more than 200,000 during the term of that home loan. And that is just by tweaking his credit score slightly. Yeah, I mean, that's astronomical. And then the other thing that I've seen coming across to us on our social media platforms quite a bit, we've actually had a lot of people applying for jobs with high-end institutions. We've actually got people who've employed by the Reserve Bank, and they have accredited their employment to the fact that they managed to fix their credit score. So I think it's a really important thing to know that it's not just about saving money. It's also about ensuring your actual financial credibility, which is very important in this day and age. So now, can you provide a simple explanation of how a person's credit score gets calculated? What is the actual formula for determining the final credit score? So this differs a little bit from country to country, but for the most part, the repayment history is obviously the biggest portion of the calculation, which accounts for around 40% of the total calculation. Now, the repayment history is the history of you repaying your accounts, which is pretty logical, right? Now, the utilization is the second most important part, which accounts for 30% of your total credit score. And we will get into that a little bit later. It is basically how you manage the credit that is available to you. Now, the age of your accounts, meaning how long you have had the accounts, accounts for about 20%. And that's also pretty logical because finance institutions wants to see your history when it comes to repaying your accounts. And finally, new accounts and inquiries account for about 10% of the overall calculation. So repayment history, 40%, utilization, 30%, age of accounts, 20%, and new accounts and inquiries, 10%. Okay, so obviously it would make sense to focus on the most heavily weighted areas first. So for example, repayment history. But I want to quickly understand utilization. Explain utilization. What exactly does that mean? Okay, so the utilization is the percentage of credit that you use that is available to you from your credit card. Now let's assume you have got a credit card with a credit limit of thousand bucks, right? And you only use 100 bucks of that thousand bucks. Then it means that your utilization is 10%. Now the optimal utilization is 30% or less. And that's where most people make the mistake. Now this is the second most important part of the calculation. However, most people maximize their credit limits on their credit cards. And that is why they see such a massive drop in their credit scores. Okay, so a quick tip there would probably be if you need, for example, 3,000, ensure you have a credit limit of 10,000 so you never exceed that 30% utilization ratio. And that makes perfect sense. Now, David, what is the quickest way to improve credit score? People want actionable steps. What are some of the immediate actionable steps that people can take right now to improve their scores? Okay, so this one is pretty obvious, right? Always make sure your repayments are on time because this part accounts for the majority of the credit score calculation, which is 40%. Now, if you have a legitimate repayment that we have fallen behind on, then it's a little bit more tricky to, to get rid of it. That's why it's always important to make your repayments on time. Second thing, what most people get wrong is to check their scores every single month because you want to track your credit score. You want to make sure that you don't make mistakes on your credit score. And then finally, also, 
you want to combat identity theft. And for that, you need to check your credit score every month because if you see inquiries popping up, it means that someone else is trying to steal your identity. Then you need to build up age on your accounts and don't just close your accounts. If you close your accounts, it means that you're not building up age. Another thing is also don't make lots of inquiries. A lot of people, when they apply for something like a home loan or a personal loan, they apply all over the show. And that is a big, big mistake because every single institution then does an inquiry on your credit report which shows up on your credit report and it hurts your credit score and then finally negotiate with your creditors to remove listings from your credit report what people don't understand is the credit bureaus don't put the information on there it's actually the creditors that own the data and they send the data through to the credit bureaus and they basically put that data on the credit reports and they have the ability to remove it as well Okay, so if I can summarize, make payments on time, make sure you check your score every month, make sure that you're building up some age, in other words, history with your accounts, and then also keep the inquiries to a minimum. And then I'd also maybe just add this, remove any errors, so make sure you're checking your profile to remove errors. You definitely want to concentrate on your utilization ratios, make sure you're not using more than 30% of the available credit limits that you have. And then obviously what you want to do is try and make sure you dispute errors as soon as you see them, and of course, make those payments on time by maybe setting up automated payments would you agree with that 100 i think one thing i need to add there is with errors one out of five people have errors on their credit reports which actually damages their credit score and that is by far the easiest way to improve your credit score if there's an error on your credit report it's pretty logical that if you dispute it and get rid of it then your credit score will just improve immediately so that is a very important thing you mentioned right there is to remove the errors Well, there you have it. Actively working on your credit score is one of the best financial decisions you can make. Not only will a good credit score open up a world of financial opportunities for you, but it will also encourage you to become more financially aware and responsible. If you'd like to learn more about improving your credit score, check out our credit reporting platform at mycreditstatus.co.za. In the next episode of The Money Podcast, we'll be discussing money-saving hacks that you can implement right now to unlock extra disposable income. And in the meantime, if you'd like to connect with us directly, please visit our YouTube channel or check out our Facebook page. You've been listening to The Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy.